Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name is Dave and I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day 11 of the Aki Basho Sumo. Yes, that's, that's all I've true. got to say, Sumo. Say it again. Oh, or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting down to the pointy end here for sure. There's Makakoshi, there's Kachikoshi, there's Yusho uh, contenders, and then there's everyone else as well. It was a very exciting day of sumo, as always. Uh, another absolute banger. Aki does not <laughs> disappoint. Before we get into the action, we'd like to say a big thank you to Joel. Yes. And a big thank you to May, who both made contributions to the Sumo Mainichi Sake Fund. Thank you so much for your generosity. Know that it's going to a good cause, oh. aka us buying a, some sake for us to enjoy during the sumo. A big bottle of it. You can get those really big bottles. Thank you so much. It means so much to us. Uh, we don't often um, go on too much about it because uh, it's boring to hear, I'm sure, but we <laughs> <laughs> we value all the support that we get so much. Um, our little Sumo Mainichi community is very, very important to us. And so Joel and May, thank you so much for uh, giving to that, uh, contributing to that. And if you would like to, you're listening and you would like to, it's uh, sumo mainichi at gmail.com through PayPal. Um, thank you. Great. Well, let's jump straight into the action. Aoyama and Hokuseho for today. Yeah. Aoyama, he was uh, had a lot riding on this one. He was three and seven coming into this, does not want to get that eighth loss. And Aoyama threw absolutely everything at Hokuseho yeah. today. You couldn't accuse Aoyama of not trying. I actually really enjoyed this bout because it put Aoyama through his paces. You often see him do either straightforward pull or straightforward push, but today he tried a whole range of things. Well, we saw Morozashi, we saw Norua attacks, we saw getting on the belt, we saw pull down, slap down, we saw arm grab attempts, we even saw a Sotogake yeah. leg sweep attempt from Aoyama. And I don't think that Hokuseiho quite knew what was being thrown at him here. He was sort of pushing him away a little bit, stepping away. I'm not sure he had a whole heap of answers for everything that Aoyama was bringing well, to this bout. Well, he did. And the answer was, I'll just stand here while you do yeah. your thing. He, he didn't really look bothered. And eventually Aoyama ran out of ideas yeah. and Hokuseiho took him over the Tawara. He did have a final answer, Hokuseiho, I he should did. say. He did. He certainly did. Uh, so for Aoyama, unfortunately, that's Makakoshi 3 and 8 for him. But he should be okay because Aoyama's actually sitting at... He's at 15. 15. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. He, I think he wants to pick up a few more wins here. If if he goes 3 and 12, he's out. Yes. Yeah. He definitely has a lot to fight for here. Hokuseiho now, after a bit of a patchy start, has five wins in a row and is on uh, 7 and 4. Mm. So really steadying the ship there. Well done, son. Daishoho and Hirudumi came up against each other today and uh, Hirudumi coming into this on seven losses. He was active as usual, just absolutely going for it. There's not a day Hirudumi doesn't fully commit to his active, sumo. Active feels like the opposite of passive. I feel there's 
three or four levels above yeah. <laughs> the word active that Hirodo Umi is day in and day out of this uh, basho. What's the right word? It's just frenetic Vital. energy. Frenetic? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's not chaos. I don't, no, it's I don't not really chaotic. feel like Hirodo Umi is chaotic. It's just that actions per second yeah. <laughs> count is very, very high. Yeah. Unfortunately, his DPS is not quite as high, his damage <laughs> per second, if you're not a yep. uh, gamer, because uh, Daishoho was hard to move around. He was hard to move back and he ended up flipping Hiradumi down as uh, he quickly moved out of his way. There was a monoe here for virtually no reason, the decision uh for Daishoho as the winner was upheld. Yeah, certainly was. So both of those, Rikishi, Daishoho and Hirudumi are three and eight. Well, I don't think uh, I speak just for myself when I say that Kotoeko has the sumo world on his shoulders at the moment. <laughs> He's uh, on the road to Kachikoshi. He staved it off yesterday with a win. Can he do it today against Chiyashoma? We are on tenterhooks. We, is it, we've been through this <laughs> Not going to go through it again. <laughs> I baited you there. You did. You didn't very, I went very, very close. Uh, Kotoeko, though, against Chiyoshoma, got straight on the belt and just used pure strength to move Chiyoshoma back. This was beautiful sumo from Kotoeko. It was really good. It was one of those situations where um, his opponent tries to throw him and he immediately rights himself. He uses his upper body strength to pull himself back to the... I don't know, the neutral position or whatever, and then power himself forward again. And I thought he looked really, really strong here against uh, Chiyoshoma, who it, also has a strong upper body. It's very good to see Kotoeko when he's under pressure like this. Just go back to fundamentals. Nothing fancy. Get yeah. on the belt. Be stronger. So Kotoeko, he's four and seven now. Only four wins to go. Yeah, how many is this in a in a row now for him? Like two uh, or three? On the road. Yeah, two. Two. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> it was more. It was about ten in my mind. Yeah. Well, every he's a hero. Feels like five. Uh, Chia Shoma having an absolute nightmare. Basho. He is on two and nine. Onosho up against Miyogiryu. Onosho going for his kachikoshi here. And when you uh, have a bit of a sniff of it, it often means that you come forward with a little bit more vigor, perhaps than usual. And that was the case for Onosho here today and maybe a little bit too much energy. Miyogiryu, who was keen for his own win, was able to grab him by the shoulder and unfortunately for Anosho, pull him down. Yeah, just a cooler head shown by Miyogiryu. Uh, I mean, Onosho, ha he has to do this. He has to put his head down and go hard. Mm. But Miyogiryu just kept his eyes locked on the target and a good win for him. Both of those rikishi, uh, Onosho and Miyogiryu on seven and four. Uh, Gonoyama up next against Endo. Endo having a shot at Kachikoshi today, but a misstep after the touchy eye. Well, it wasn't the touchy eye. It was a bit of a sickening head clash. Mm, yeah, I hate when this happens. Yeah, I don't like clock. seeing it as well. And you can um, hear it. Yeah, and I don't know. As other sports start to know, investigate what knocks to the head can do. Sumo just lets people go straight and uh, knock heads. Yeah, and this was a, a very strong example of it. Yeah, it really, really was. Endo look, uh, looked a bit rattled and fell straight to the ground after this one. So Gonoyama picks up the win there. 
uh, and Endo and Gonoyama are both seven and four. And we saw Endo look disappointed here. He gave, we don't always see Endo show a lot of emotion or any at all, really, uh, especially when he's interviewed. And today he just had a little t- head tilt to the side, a little facial expression. And I like that because it means he still cares. He was concussed. Well, I hope it wasn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can draw any conclusions from that. He'd been beaten in the head. Mm, it could have been that, I suppose. Was it, emotional vulner- was it emotional vulnerability or was it concussion? Now that is a new Netflix show. <laughs> oh, God. So grim. Let's move on. Short I came up against Oho. This was a bit of a lackadaisical bout. You know that uh, Oho has never beaten Short Eye. It's only been two times, but I feel like everyone's beaten uh, Short Eye. <laughs> so I think Oho should uh, come back and try a little bit harder. He didn't manage to beat him today. He tried to pull him down. We thought initially that this wasn't a useful pull attempt. I mean, it didn't work, but on replay, it looked like it was okay as a as oh, a try. I mean, I think, you know, nine times out of ten, this pull would have sent the opponent crashing to the ground. But short eye, here's a one out of ten ricochet. <laughs> uh, hang on. Not one out of ten. One in ten ricochet. Yeah. yeah he's a ten right. out of ten ricochet. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, and he didn't go down. He kept his balance um, and ended up in a position where he could easily push Oho out. I mean, we do often see Oho resorting to the pull and yeah. maybe it was a sign of the respect he was giving. Oh, Short, I hear that he didn't come forward. I don't know about that. I, I, I don't like to see this in Oho's mm. sumo at all. And Short, I just, uh, yeah, he's experienced and he can be a little bit slippery and, and hard to put down yeah, sometimes. Yeah, so a uh, makakoshi for Oho, that is his second makakoshi in a row. So he he popped up a little bit, but uh, now he'll be on his way back down. Three and eight today, and uh, Shorai is five and six. Uh, Asuniyama and Shona no Umi is the next bout we're going to take a look at today. And this was an easy Yorikiri win for Asuniyama. I just thought Shona no Umi gave too much ground at the touchy eye here to Asuniyama. Yeah, right. I think Asuniyama's touchy eye power might have just moved him back. I'm not sure it was him voluntarily backing oh, off. Oh, no, I just think he wasn't as quick out of the blocks. Right. And by the time they met, Asuniyama was just all up in his business. He certainly was... Uh, Moving him back at a rapid rate, he slid back. Shona Nomi. Yeah, and and like this just ended up being a very very straightforward uh, clinical win for Asuniyama. Shona Nomi not really uh, given the opportunity to express his sumo today. I thought he might have put up a little bit more resistance. I, I'd yeah. hoped for a bit more. Yeah, from him. I think we'd all hope for it, but not today. Asuniyama with that win is six and five. Shona Nomi five and six. Well, we're keeping tabs on this, or both these guys, yeah. actually. Hokuto Fuji and Tsurugisho, they're both on seven and three coming in today, today trying to pick up that kachikoshi. And there was something that Tsurugisho did here, or his presence, or something that seemed to fluster Hokuto Fuji. Um, was it when Tsurugisho slapped Hokuto Fuji Extremely hard in the face. Was I it think, that? I think it probably was that. I think there were two huge slaps as well, but there was one real wind-up one, yeah. you know, when the arm yeah, goes the, back. And it's just clocked him. I, I, I mean, I, I was a little bit shocked. Well, I guess I do know what flustered him <laughs> so much then. 
Yeah, that and some pushes, some shoves from Tsurugisho, the timing's working, the power of his uh, large body is working and it uh, it meant that Hokuto Fuji couldn't keep his feet today. He's moving very, very well, Tsurugisho. Because we've seen him struggle through Basho where his movement has been impaired by injury. Seeing him move so freely, he can look dangerous. Yeah. And he can look fast. Yeah, he can move quickly. Coming off a, a 5'10 at Magashira 11, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure where this has come from. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's gone right down to 16, sure, and, yeah, just is feeling it this time around and wasn't – I guess what struck me was how unintimidated he was by Hokuto Fuji, who's mm. also been achieving some success and uh, just went all out and got that win. So that's Kachikoshi for Tsurugisho. Great work at Magashira 16, Hokuto Fuji 7 and 4. Fantastic stuff. We're moving into the Sanyaku ranks now and the first bout we had was Komasubi. Tobizaru up against Magashira 15, am I right in saying? Pretty sure. Yeah, Atami Fuji, yes, I am correct. Atami Fuji, of course, coming into this bout on 9 and 1, leading the Yusho race. Of course, these two have never met before, and this was Atami Fuji's first time fighting a Sanyaku Rikishi. Lovely. Tobizaru today, thankfully, came straight forward at Atami Fuji. We've been talking about the last couple of days, Tobizaru's been eh, going a bit left, going a bit right, but today he went straight at Atami Fuji. Turned out it wasn't the best strategy no. because... <laughs> I know, you said that. I'm like, I reckon he maybe should have gone from well, the side. Well, I don't think it would have mattered which way he went today. Uh, Atami Fuji got the deepest right-hand mm. belt grip on the back of Tobizaru's belt. Just landed like, it. Just extended out the arm and grabbed it. fistful of yeah. mawashi. <laughs> Could not get more mawashi. Exactly. It was just chockers full of mawashi. <laughs> and... You know, it's one thing to have the mawashi in the hand, but what do you do with it? Yeah, great And question. what did Atami Fuji do with it? He did the biggest flip of Tobizaru uh, straight to the ground. This was a huge throw that just lit up the Kokugi-kun crowd. Yep, they went wild. They were on fire today, the crowd. Well, they, they were, were really weren't they? into their sumo the Wednesday night crowd. It was a great throw, Uwatanage, and it was a bit of a different angle from many Uatanages that you see. I don't know, he just managed to, um, the way he was uh, coming forward at Tobizaru, it just meant that it looked super cool. That's the technical term. And yeah, cool, calm. What? I'm going to go for it. Collected. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right there. And I think that's the thing that, that impressed me most. I mean, yes, the throw was super cool. You yep. said it. Thank you. You also said just the calmness yeah. and, and just how together Atami Fuji is. There's no sense that the occasion is getting inside his head yet. Yeah. He's probably sleeping well. Yeah. He's got a good support crew around him, keeping him grounded. Yep. He's that Tsukabito who oh. follows him everywhere. He's little, little massage. massages. <laughs> he is keeping that support up, making him feel loved, making him feel confident. Um, and he's pulling it off. I, I mean, don't know. He's, he's, anything could be going on in his head, but he's not showing it. He's he will win the U show. Let's just timestamp <laughs> this. He will. Yeah. Well, he's he's got his first 
one out of one Sanyaku skull. Yeah, I know. Look, in all seriousness, you're, you're exactly right. He starts fighting very, very good yep. and very, very experienced Rikishi for the, for the last four days now. Mm. We'll say now, I think it was Daesho that he has. He has Daesho tomorrow. tomorrow. I mean, yep. that's a huge test. Massive. Very different styles of sumo. Oh, very, very different. And he's just, he just doesn't have the experience yep. fighting uh, Rikishi of this calibre. Yeah. You know, under these kind of conditions at the end of the day. But if anyone can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got both feet on the ground. This guy, Atami Fuji, is 10 and 1. We saw, uh, we talked last night on the podcast about the photos that he was having as he walked out and we saw him have a photo with someone who looked like um, someone from, who wasn't Japanese, but who obviously was famous in some way having a photo with him. And we saw that photo come out today on Twitter and it turned out to be a well-known Formula One driver who had the photo with him. And you know, you can imagine that everyone thinks that this Formula One driver, he's the famous one and everything. His first sumo experience, he has his photo taken with the possible first yeah. time Magashira 15 Yusho winner. Uh, so, yeah, that was a cool photo to see. Yeah. Formula One. Yeah. I can't remember his name. George. Was it um, Ayrton Senna? <laughs> was it Max Gustafen? I don't know many. I don't know a lot about car driving. I was just about to go into Australian car racing oh, outside. Was it the Peter Brock? Peter Brock. <laughs> <laughs> was it Peter Brock? Anyway, moving on. Nishikiki. Pe- yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that Peter Brock invented a perpetual motion machine, Did I think, he? before, yeah, at the end of his life. Anyway, let's move on with the sumo. <laughs> Okay, the one thing I do uh, still know from my science experiment, my science uh, previous career is that that is not possible. Yeah. I need to find out more about this. Tomorrow can you tell us about Peter Brock's we'll perpetual do it, we'll motion do it on the, We'll do it on the Patreon. On the Patreon. Nishikigi yep. up against Maysay. Maysay today had excellent pressure backwards, uh, pushing Nishikigi backwards, uh, landed a right hand on the belt. I don't think he even needed the hand on the belt because his uh, body was locked with Nishikigi's and fairly easily took him back and across the bales. Good win I, from Mason. Yeah, it was. I, th- I thought this was very controlled and very strong. And in many ways, Maysay beat Nishikigi in the way that Nishikigi has been beating a lot of opponents recently. Just... Solid movement forward, keeping the feet underneath and just powering them out. Um, you noticed that Nishikigi's right uh, calf muscle was bandaged today. Yeah, and it looked like a fresh bandage. Um, the only reason I noticed it is because usually the bandages are so um, smooth and this looked almost like a hospital bandage. Do you know what I mean with the texture? Like a crepe bandage. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I don't know whether it was or not. Well, I think this this was it wasn't taping. Well, that's why it just looked different, and that's what drew my eyes to it. Because there's always bandages all over most rikishi, right? So you, you don't really look at it unless one, it's new, which I think it might have been, but two, something else stands out about it. And I guess it just drew my eyes, and I wondered if that was an issue for Nishiki. Yeah. And I mean, we've spoken about this at length on the Patreon, but I mean, taping or bandaging soft tissue doesn't help. Yeah. It's got to be about a mobilisation. Yeah. This is comfort. Yeah. Comfort well, bandaging. It was the calf as well. You don't always see that. No, it does nothing. Bandaged in that way nope. with no other support 
above nope. or below. Exactly. Uh, both of these, Rikishi, Nishikigi at Komasubi and Meisei at Magashira 1 are five wins and six losses. Okay. Uh, Sekiwake Daesho was up against Magashira 7, Takiyasu. Now, it was interesting to see the touch I hear. Daesho didn't meet Takiyasu head on. He slipped a little bit around to his right. Yeah. Which is very un and an interesting uh, move against Takiyasu. I guess he's... Uh Trying to get him off balance, trying to give him some respect and just make sure that he doesn't um, go body to body with someone who could come forward with such power. I mean, we saw Takiyasu lose yesterday and we're wondering about his um, well, we, genkiness. Yeah, we were, um, well, I texted you today going, I've just been yeah. keeping an eye on a Kyujo announcement from Takiyasu because he looked so uncomfortable yesterday. Getting up, walking down the Hanamichi, I was surprised to see him step up today against Daesho. But look, after the touchy eye, there was a brief moment where I thought, oh, Takiyasu might be able to mount a defence here. Yeah, he came back okay. After that initial charge, he did. But then as soon as um, Daesho went on the attack, Takiyasu just unwound. And I do think that's a sure sign of an injury where um, you can move yourself forward. But as soon as you've got some resistance, you can't put up a yeah and a barrier. I did notice too, well, this is my interpretation of it. I'm not sure if this was actually what happened. Daesha was very careful about keeping Takiyasu on the doyo after he went over. Yes. I, I, I think maybe he was conscious that yep. Takiyasu was carrying an injury. Yeah. And certainly seeing Takiyasu walk back to his uh, part of the doyo, he looked very ginger. Yeah, it was really slow steps yeah. again. And again, those steps where the body doesn't look like it's moving freely, where it looks like it's being held in suspension or uh, that he's not moving certain parts of it. I just wonder now for Takiyasu, his Maegashira 7, he already has his Kachikoshi. He has eight wins. I wonder in the like what's in it for him to stay in this basho mm. if this injury is as bad as we think. Yeah, I mean, I guess... An amount of pride and an amount of uh, maybe I can just <laughs> pull this off. Well, mathematically, I mean, he's he's very much still in the U-show race, but I, I, I just, I don't know, seeing what I saw today, he wasn't himself. I can't see where he will get a win. Yeah. Yeah. And at Magashira 7, well, as you say, he's already got his Kachikoshi, so yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Yep. Go Kujo, uh, please, Takiyasu, if you're injured. <laughs> It's not great to see. Daesho, did you say his scores? Ah, uh, probably not. Seven, Seven and four. <laughs> <laughs> Kirishima came up against Kodnawaka. Kodnawaka here as Shin Sekiwake was really trying to keep Kirishima at a distance. He had his arms out. It's not always something you see from Kodnawaka who, who doesn't mind, you know, getting on the belt and going body to body. But Kirishima was able to really insert himself uh, into the equation here, forced himself close, took Kodnawaka to the bales, but Kodnawaka here showed some very good defence. This was a, a very, very impressive bout from both of these rikishi. The the speed of it and Kodnawaka absolutely, well, I think he set the tempo early and forced Kirishima to respond. Um, but Kirishima's very, very hard to pin down, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was. And he was able to come at Kodnawaka from a couple of uh, different angles. And I'm pretty sure in the end he 
with his arms around him, he picked him up. I'm not sure if both feet left the ground, uh, Tochinoshin and opponent style, but uh, he definitely let one toe dangle and took Kodnawaka across the bales and that's no mean feat. I think this was about fitting of an Ozeki and a Sekiwake fighting each other. I think everyone got their value for money out of this one. Uh, Did you say the scores? Uh, I didn't, but I can. Kirishima, he's seven and four, so getting very close now to that Kachikoshi and the ridding himself of the Katabound stink. Kodnawaka (laughs) is six and five. All right, Speaking of stink, no, we're not. It's Takanosho at Maegashira 4 <laughs> up against Hoshoryu, who is Aozeki. Uh, Hoshoryu, his touchy eye looked very familiar, didn't it? Very much reminiscent of uh, the touchy eye that he did against... Who did he Wakamoto Haru. Today, yeah, Wakamoto Haru, where he blew Wakamoto Haru away. But today, Takanosho was able to somehow survive this uh, intensity. I did wonder if he was a little bit more ready for it than Wakamoto Haru was because he got to see it yesterday. He watched the tapes, didn't he? It looked very much like that where he's just like, if I can catch them unawares, if I can come forward this quickly, um, I might be able to snag that win. Um, So Takanosho in stopping that charge locked them up. Definitely towards the Tawara on Takanosho's side of the doyo, but Takanosho was clever here. He had a belt grip, but kept his hips way back from Hoshoryu. Yeah. So that did two things. Well, it actually did three things. The first thing it did was keep Takanosho's own legs out of the way of a possible downstairs attack from Yeah, Hoshoryu. it would have had to be a really long kick, which would have put Hoshoryu very off balance. Exactly right. It, it kept Hoshoryu's uh, ability to get on the belt. It, it just negated that. The third thing it did, oh, I, I thought there was a third thing Yeah, it did. you took yourself from two to three. Yeah, I upgraded you said myself. You upgraded and now there's... There was a third thing. <laughs> it did something else. You got to, you, you have to trust me here. The belt, the feet. The feet and... It allowed him to whisper in your ear, his ear. Nah, look, let, let's just, let's just say that it did two things. <laughs> Uh, out of this lockup, though, uh, it was Takanosho who initiated and he drove Hoshoryu across the, uh, across the doyo. Yes. Here on the other side of the doyo, a few things happened quite quickly. Three things. <laughs> I'm going to start with one thing. Okay. And if I can think of other things, <laughs> I'll set the expectations low. I reckon. And then I'll surprise and delight you. I reckon go you. up. Go up. There were 10 things that happened. <laughs> He went across the bales. Went- Hang on, what else? <laughs> so Takanosho <laughs> took Hoshoryu back, uh, but as they were going over the bales, Hoshoryu managed to twist Takanosho around as he was falling. Um, Takanosho's hand hit the ground. Yep. Hoshoryu kept himself upright. None of this dead body stuff. No, no jumping around no, where it's got to be... It has to be confusing. Yeah. Amonawe was called though. Yes. It was. No, was it? Yeah, no, it was. It was. Well, we, we didn't even write it down. No, the, we the, didn't even write it down. Because it was. And do you know why I wasn't ready for that? Because I was counting the things that happened and you're oh, okay. up to four. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> not bad. Um, that, so, yeah, Takanosho's hand went down first. Yeah. Um, but Hoshoryu also 
crashed to the ground. Yeah, and and so we were very surprised when Amonawi was called. Yeah, we were worried for Hoshori that he was going to have another slightly dodgy uh, maybe reversal given him against him. And interestingly, looking at the replay, there was no question about Takanosho's hand hitting first. Mm. I think, again, they were looking at the top of Hoshori's foot. Or it seemed to a twist around. That's the only thing I could yeah. see that they were looking for. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure quite why this monoe was called because they upheld the yeah, judge's decision did. of uh, Hoshoryu as the winner. I really liked Takanosho's sumo here. I thought he did so well to um, brace himself against Hoshoryu's initial assault and then I loved that he was the one initiating out of the lockup here and I think he was very close to a win. It's just that Hoshori is so good with I completely agree. momentum coming at him. And what a great thing to see Takanosho fighting so late in the day. Yes. It's, it's great to have him it's back. It's back where he belongs. And so, yeah, I mean, with that loss, Takanosho is five and six. He's at Maegashira four. He's edging back towards Sanyaku but not taking any great strides. Uh, with that win, Hoshoryu is five and six. And when we see a win like this and some of his other good, uh, the the win yesterday in particular against Wakamoto Haru, you're like, well, okay, Hoshoryu is going fine. Then you look at this score and you forget that he lost to Hokuto Fuji, Tobizaru, Shodai, three in a row, and then the other three in a row, Nishikiki, Uda and Konowaka. He still has work to He's do. He's still in trouble. He's still in trouble, but I mean... Again, he's digging himself out of this hole. Yeah, and maybe that's part of him being uh, Shinozeki. Maybe the pressure, he's going to come out of it and he's going to emerge uh, a better Ozeki. That's a very early call for someone who's 5'6", but um, I think that would be a good story. The final bout of the day was Wakamoto Haru against Takakesho. Uh, Takakesho on seven wins here, so trying to get uh, the aforementioned stink um, off his name. Wakamoto Haru, he tried to get away from Takakesho, who came out blasting, came out with shoves, with uh, the little body just powering forward. Wakamoto Haru tried to escape, moved around the doyo, but he absolutely couldn't, just got shoved out in the end. Takakesho looking strong. Well, Takakesho with this win is now back to Ozeki. No Karaban yes. Ozeki. Yep. He's back. And what a great performance today to see him bring up that eighth win and his Kachikoshi. You know, we were talking before this bout and trying to think about how this was going to play out. And it felt inevitable that Takakesho was going to win this. Yeah. Yep. I th- I think so. He's Style, if he gets it right, is not one that Wakamoto Haru finds it easy to um, combat. Exactly. I think. Very, very hard for Wakamoto Haru to get in close and start to uh, impart his style of sumo mm. on the bout mm. when uh, Takakesho's thrusts are just looking so, so good at the moment. It's that, um, yeah, it's the, uh, uh, to me, it's his mind feels very sharp, mm. this basho. Yeah, there's a belief there. I think the body is in a good enough condition that he can express himself through his sumo, and he, you know, with eight wins, I mean, theoretically he's still in this Yusho race. Yep. 
Um, yeah. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was there at the end. I was going to comment on that. He was actually rotating his left arm or shoulder at the end, which um, I hope will be okay. But you mentioned the Yusho race. This win is his Kachikoshi, but it's also very, very important for him and the Yusho race because our leader we know is a Tami Fuji on 10 wins. At Magashira 15, we also know that he's now coming up and um, for the rest of the um, days he'll be fighting way up. So Daisho tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So he'll do Sekiwake Ozeki over the last one. So days. a massive challenge for someone so inexperienced and, and young so young, yeah. As a Tami Fuji. So who is uh sniffing behind him? Well, because of that win today, it's Ozeki Takakesho. Takiyasu is also there on eight wins. He seems injured. Yep. And Tsurigisho. That's fine, but he's at Magashira 16 and he's Tsurigisho. I mean, maybe we'll see a Tsurigisho at Yusho. I'm not sure, but probably out of all those four names, well, definitely out of all those four names, the one who knows how to win a Yusho is Takakesho. Yeah, great point. Great point. Yep. So oh, very important for him to win today. Absolutely. For, for more reasons than uh, just his Kachikoshi and Kataban. So, you, so you've taken us through Atami Fuji on 10 wins, Takakesho, Takiyasu, Tsurigisho on eight wins. There's a very, very big pack on seven wins. The the Yusho winner probably is in those first four. Mm. Mathematically, if things go awry for those four, there's a huge bunch on seven wins. Yep. Uh it, this is a very, very interesting way to go into the last four days. It really is, actually. To have a Rikishi so young, so inexperienced in his second Makuchi uh, appearance to be two wins ahead and is, we know he's going to have an absolute hard time over the last four days. You look at someone like Tucker Keisho and you go, this is very possible for mm. him. I mean, it's possible for Tsurugisho, but as you as you so correctly said, Takakesho knows how to win. Yeah, he yeah. Do, the other he does know how to win. The other thing that I was looking at the other day, he also knows how to come runner up. He's had <laughs> eight Junyusho. Right. Oh, interesting. So he's, he knows how to be the the bride. <laughs> yeah. No, the bridesmaid. <laughs> the bridesmaid. Yeah. What do you say? What's the saying? Um, always, always the, the bridesmaid, bridesmaid, never, never the, the bride. bride. Yep. And for him. Eight times the bridesmaid. How many Yusho's is it? Three. Many, three times the bride. But then Mitakumi has three Yusho. Mm. Do you know? Mm. Gosh. Let's think about that. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> a lot about the pressure on Atami Fuji because it's a it's not unique, that's a misuse of the word, but it's a it's an interesting kind of pressure in that the pressure on someone like Takiyasu and the pressure oh, on yeah. Atami Fuji. It's so different. Atami Fuji feels like, of course he'd love to win a Yusho. Of course he's starting to feel, oh, my God, I'm coming up against these guys who are my, you know, my heroes yeah. or my uh, people I've admired and wanted to be like for a long time. I want to be in Sanyaku and I'm Maegashira mm. 15. Um, but, yeah, that, that pressure compared to someone who's won three Yusho compared to Takiyasu who never has but you know, probably should have. 
Sumo is a wonderful sport is what I'm oh, saying. It's a, <laughs> it's a wonderful sport and I'm going deep into it tonight. I agree with your conclusion. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think that'll do us for day 11. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us and we will be here. This is our guarantee, our promise to you. We'll be back here tomorrow night to bring you all the action from day 12. We'll see you then. Love it. Bye. Bye. Yeah.